Hi, welcome back to Amazing Facts Youth, reading God's Word, your daily dose of the bread of life. Today is February 24th, and I'm your host, Andrew Kamagai. We will be reading from the Amazing Facts Bible Reading Plan, which you can find at amazingfacts.org. Just search Bible Reading Plan. The link is provided below as well. Each month's readings are based on the 1st to the 25th days of each month, which means there are a number of free days so you can catch up if you ever fall behind. This should make reaching your goal of reading the Bible through in a year very possible. Thank you for joining us on this journey. First, let's open in prayer as we read God's Word. Our Father in Heaven, Lord, I pray that you please guide our reading for today. I pray that you send your Holy Spirit once more to talk to us, and I pray that you help us hear what you want us to hear from your word today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, today we will be reading from the New King James Version, Leviticus chapters 24 to 25, Psalms 46, Matthew 21 verses 1 to 11, and finally, Acts 28 verse 1 to 16. Let's get started. Leviticus chapter 24 Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they bring to you pure oil of pressed olives for the light, to make the lamps burn continually. Outside the veil of the testimony in the tabernacle of meeting, Aaron shall be in charge of it from evening until morning before the Lord continually. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. He shall be in charge of the lamps on the pure gold lampstand before the Lord continually. And you shall take fine flour and bake twelve cakes with it. Two-tenths of an ephah shall be in each cake. You shall set them in two rows, six in a row, on the pure gold table before the Lord. And you shall put pure frankincense on each row, that it may be on the bread for a memorial, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Lord continually, being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. And it shall be for Aaron and his sons, and they shall eat it in a holy place, for it is most holy to him from the offerings of the Lord made by fire, by a perpetual statute. Now the son of an Israelite woman, whose father was an Egyptian, went out among the children of Israel, and this Israelite woman's son and a man of Israel fought each other in the camp. And the Israelite woman's son blasphemed the name of the Lord and cursed, and so they brought him to Moses. His mother's name was Shalomith, the daughter of Dibri of the tribe of Dan. Then they put him in custody, that the mind of the Lord might be shown to them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take outside the camp he who has cursed. Then let all who heard him lay their hands on his head, and let all the congregation stone him. Then you shall speak to the children of Israel, saying, Whoever curses his God shall bear his sin, and whoever blasphemes the name of the Lord shall surely be put to death. All the congregation shall certainly stone him, the stranger as well as him who is born in the land. When he blasphemes the name of the Lord, he shall be put to death. 
Whoever kills any man shall surely be put to death. Whoever kills an animal shall make it good, animal for animal. If a man causes disfigurement of his neighbor as he has done, so shall it be done to him. Fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, as he has caused disfigurement of a man, so shall it be done to him. And whoever kills an animal shall restore it, but whoever kills a man shall be put to death. You shall have the same law for the stranger and for one from your own country, for I am the Lord your God. Then Moses spoke to the children of Israel, and they took outside the camp he who had cursed and stoned him with stones. So the children of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses. And the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land which I give you, then the land shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather its fruit. But in the seventh year there shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard. What grows of its own accord of your harvest you shall not reap, nor gather the grapes of your untended vine, for it is a year of rest for the land. And the Sabbath produce of the land shall be food for you, for you, for your male and female servants, your hired man, and the stranger who dwells with you, for your livestock and the beasts that are in your land. All its produce shall be for food. And you shall count seven Sabbaths of years for yourselves, seven times seven years. And the time of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be to you forty-nine years. Then you shall cause the trumpet of the Jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. On the Day of Atonement you shall make the trumpet to sound throughout all your land, and you shall consecrate the fiftieth year, and proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you, and each of you shall return to his possession, and each of you shall return to his family. That fiftieth year shall be a jubilee to you, in it ye shall neither sow nor reap what grows of its own accord, nor gather the grapes of your untended vine. For it is the jubilee, it shall be holy to you, you shall eat its produce from the field. In this year of jubilee each of you shall return to his possession, and if you sell anything to your neighbor or buy from your neighbor's hand, you shall not oppress one another. According to the number of years after the Jubilee, you shall buy from your neighbor, and according to the number of years of crops, he shall sell to you. According to the multitude of years, you shall increase its price, and according to the fewer number of years, you shall diminish its price. For he sells to you according to the number of the years of the crops. Therefore you shall not oppress one another, but you shall fear your God, for I am the Lord your God. So you shall observe my statutes, and keep my judgments, and perform them, and you will dwell in the land in safety. Then the land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your fill and dwell there in safety. And if you say, What shall we eat in the seventh year, since we shall not sow nor gather in our produce? Then I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year, 
and it'll bring forth produce enough for three years. And you shall sow in the eighth year and eat old produce until the ninth year. Until its produce comes in, you shall eat of the old harvest. The land shall not be sold permanently, for the land is mine, for you are strangers and sojourners with me. And in all the land of your possession you shall grant redemption of the land. If one of your brethren becomes poor and has sold some of his possession, and if his redeeming relative comes to redeem it, then he may redeem what his brother has sold. Or if the man has no one to redeem it, but he himself becomes able to redeem it, then let him count the number of years since its sale, and restore the remainder to the man to whom he sold it, that he may return to his possession. But if he is not able to have it restored to himself, then what was sold shall remain in the hand of him who bought it until the year of Jubilee, and in the Jubilee it shall be released, and he shall return to his possession. If a man sells a house in a walled city, then he may redeem it within a whole year after it is sold. Within a full year he may redeem it. But if it is not redeemed within the space of a full year, then the house in the walled city shall belong permanently to him who bought it throughout his generations. It shall not be released in the jubilee. However, the houses of villages which have no wall around them shall be counted as the fields of the country. They may be redeemed, and they shall be released in the jubilee. Nevertheless, the cities of the Levites and the houses in the cities of their possession the Levites may redeem at any time. And if a man purchases a house from the Levites, then the house that was sold in the city of his possession shall be released in the jubilee. For the houses in the cities of the Levites are their possession among the children of Israel. But the field of the common land of their cities may not be sold, for it is their perpetual possession. If one of your brethren becomes poor and falls into poverty among you, then you shall help him, like a stranger or a sojourner, that he may live with you. Take no usury or interest from him, but fear your God, that your brother may live with you. You shall not lend him your money for usury, nor lend him your food at a profit. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. And if one of your brethren who dwells by you becomes poor and sells himself to you, you shall not compel him to serve as a slave. As a hired servant and a sojourner, he shall be with you and shall serve you until the year of Jubilee, and then he shall depart from you, he and his children with him, and shall return to his own family. He shall return to the possession of his fathers, for they are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as slaves. You shall not rule over him with rigor, but you shall fear your God. And as for your male and female slaves whom you may have from the nations that are around you, from them you may buy male and female slaves. Moreover, you may buy the children of the strangers who dwell among you and their families who are with you, which they beget in your land, and they shall become your property. And you may take them as an inheritance for your children after you, to inherit them as a possession. They shall be your permanent slaves. But regarding your brethren, the children of Israel, you shall not rule over one another with rigor. Now if a sojourner or stranger close to you becomes rich, and one of your brethren who dwells by him becomes poor, 
and sells himself to the stranger or sojourner close to you, or to a member of the stranger's family. After he is sold, he may be redeemed again. One of his brothers may redeem him, or his uncle or his uncle's son may redeem him, or anyone who is of near kin to him in his family may redeem him, or if he is able, he may redeem himself. Thus he shall reckon with him who bought him. The price of his release shall be set according to the number of years, from the year that he was sold to him until the year of jubilee. It shall be according to the time of a hired servant for him. If there are still many years remaining, according to them he shall repay the price of his redemption from the money with which he was bought. And if there remain but a few years until the year of jubilee, then he shall reckon with him, and according to his years he shall repay him the price of his redemption. He shall be with him as a yearly hired servant, and he shall not rule with rigor over him in your sight. And if he is not redeemed in those years, then he shall be released in the year of jubilee, he and his children with him. For the children of Israel are servants to me. They are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Okay, let's read Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her just as at the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Amen. This is a beautiful promise to cling to, that God will always be there for us whenever we need him. All right, let's move to the New Testament and read Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 to 11. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. 
and a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. All right, finally, let's read Acts 28 verses 1 to 16. Now when they had escaped, they then found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. In that region there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed, and he laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. They also honored us in many ways, and when we departed, they provided such things as were necessary. After three months, we sailed in an Alexandrian ship whose figurehead was the twin brothers, which had wintered at the island. And landing at Syracuse, we stayed three days. From there, we circled round and reached Regium. And after one day, the south wind blew, and the next day we came to Puteoli. There we found brethren, and were invited to stay with them seven days, and so we went toward Rome. And from there, when the brethren heard about us, they came to meet us as far as Appii Forum and Three Inns. When Paul saw them, he thanked God and took courage. Now when we had come to Rome, the centurion delivered the prisoners to the captain of the guard, but Paul was permitted to dwell by himself with the soldier who guarded him. What a story that even while Paul was on his way to Rome to be a prisoner and ultimately to die as a martyr, he still was faithful to God and still was able to be a witness to those around him and bring many to the truth. Well, this ends our reading of God's word for today. So let's close in prayer and thank him for his word. Our Father in heaven, Lord, thank you so much for the story of Paul, who, even though he was a prisoner, stayed faithful to you, did not shirk from his faith, and so was able to be a strong witness to those around him and bring many people to you. I pray that you help us to follow his example. Please be with us for the rest of our day, and please come into our hearts, clothe us with your righteousness, and please forgive us for all our sins. I pray all these in Jesus' name. Amen.
thank you for joining us again. We pray that today's reading of God's Word was a blessing to you. Our prayer is that the Lord will continue to bless you with wisdom and understanding, both in spiritual as well as temporal matters in your everyday life. If you would like special prayer, please email us at afy at amazingfacts.org or join any of our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Amazing Facts Youth and message us there with your prayer requests. If you would like to join us for our weekly global prayer meetings called Hey Let's Pray every Monday night at 6pm Pacific Standard Time on Zoom, just email us or visit our social media pages asking for the meeting ID and password. Thank you once more for joining us today. Now as we go, please enjoy the following music so that you can continue to reflect on God's word from today. We look forward to being with you again tomorrow. Here at Amazing Facts Youth Reading God's Word, your daily dose of the bread of life. This is your host, Andrew Kamagai, signing off until tomorrow. And remember, you are extraordinary and you are a treasure. Bye for now. Scripture taken from the New King James Version, copyright 1982 by Thomas Nelson, used by permission, all rights reserved. <laughs>